Mike, turn your games down. Rolling around at the speed of sound. Got places to go. Gotta follow my rainbow. Can't stick around. Have to keep moving on. Guess what lies ahead? Only one way to find out. Welcome to episode 158 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbardin, and who just got shocked with me tonight? What if we just never talked? <laughs> just <laughs> let that just be the episode. It's just me singing. There's no talking. Yeah. And what is your name, sir? Oh, it's Nate. Hello. And welcome back. Thanks for <laughs> welcome. I was going to warn you I had a bit to start this episode, but I, I forgot to warn you. And who is our other special guest? Hey, I'm Reese. And welcome back. Uh, where might, if you want to plug, I'm your game, your game developer. Oh yeah, apparently um, uh, I am a developer. Uh, my game company is Side Group Games. We make weird little indie narrative games. You did an interview Good. and covered. God, I always forget the name of that game. Uh, Throw me in the river. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> so definitely go check that out. The episode and the game. And you'll see a link in the show notes to the game on or his website. Yeah. And you two wonderful lads have joined me to talk about a game that bands time and generations has been heralded as a masterpiece. Has a lot of colors. (laughs) Uh, We are here to talk about Sonic Adventure 2 and Battle because we we all play the GameCube version, which came out in 2002. And the original one for Dreamcast came out in 2001. Yep. Made Um, by Sonic Team or developed by Sonic Team, published by Sega, came out in the Dreamcast and the GameCube. And then everything else. I never installed the battle DLC, just FYI. You missed nothing. I Googled it, and it was like, oh, it adds textures. And I was like, nah, I'm good. It also adds battle mode. Maybe it wouldn't have... I played on PC, and maybe it wouldn't have crashed as much. Maybe that. Maybe the battle DLC makes it a little more stable. It was just because Sonic was textures, going... That's, that's possible, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Because it was all the crashing was just like it wasn't like in a specific spot. Like sometimes I would just be like running around and it would just be like, oh, time to time to crash. And then a couple times oh. I paused to like take care of children and then I'd come back and it would just if, you know, <laughs> crashed. And I'm like, cool, <laughs> I'll just do that 12 minute knuckle level over. That's great. <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah. I... So all all of us found a different way to play it, which was interesting, right? Yeah, because I played yeah. it on. I can't. I played on GameCube emulation. Yeah, I played it on 360 backwards compatibility on a Series X. <laughs> and Nate, you played PC because I gifted you the code for it. Because <laughs> I, I, yeah. I had actually got, I had bought a Sonic bundle sometime before this because I'm like, just because I wanted, I forget, I think I want a Sonic. There was something Sonic I wanted that was in that bundle, and it was cheaper just to buy the whole bundle and get all these key codes, which there will be a Steam code giveaway at some point in this episode. So I will say it now, hey, so I don't cool. have a choice but to do it. Of something Sonic I have. So, and it was actually going to be Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, but then when I, when I, when I met Nate, Nate was like, well, I don't have a way to play it. I'm like, I got a code. There so, you go. Yeah. Here, here we are. He had a code, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this was your first time ever playing it, right, Nate? Yes. I, I have no, very little nostalgia for Sonic. I think I had a, uh, I had a Game Gear with one Sonic game, but I don't know what oh. Sonic game it was. There's some good ones like, on Game Gear, by the way. That was my only experience with it. <laughs> From what I remember, Triple Trouble is not that bad on Game Gear. We'll say that was the one I had. I don't know. (laughs) There's a couple. There's a Tails one, which you would know because it's completely different type gameplay. Yeah, no, this one had Sonic. And then I I just remember a jungle level, and I could not get past that jungle level. (laughs) Yeah, Sonic's hard. 
They're not. Yeah, some of those games. other games are especially tricky for sure. Mm-hmm. I have I'm also a, just bad. Like, going. <laughs> uh, Reese, do you have any history? What's your history with not with this game? Uh, sure. So I grew up playing games on PC and didn't have consoles growing up, so I didn't play any of the the earlier Sonic games. But I did wind up playing a PC port of Three and Knuckles when I was a kid, and I fell in love with that game. And uh, as I heard about Sonic Adventure coming out, I really wished that I could play it, but I didn't have a Dreamcast. I didn't know anyone who had a Dreamcast. And I had one friend. Yeah, yeah. I had one friend who showed up to school with his Sonic Adventure 2 instruction manual for, for Dreamcast. And I would page through that thing being like, man, I wish I could play this game. It looked like the raddest game at the time, you know? So eventually... When I like I saved up money and the GameCube was my first console that I ever bought with my own money. And the day I bought that, I bought Super Smash Brothers Melee and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. And those were my two first console games that I ever owned. Wow. Um, so so it was a, a big deal when I played that for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I already knew who Sonic was because I had played Genesis games. I had a friend who introduced me to Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 and Knuckles and all those classics. I had I don't I don't think I even knew this game was out for GameCube. I I vaguely remember going to a Blockbuster, I think, or Walmart. I don't remember where seeing this game for thirty or forty dollars when I picked it up for GameCube. I had no idea what it was other than it was Sonic. And I remember I remember enjoying it, but I didn't get that far. Like I had a hard time with this game, or I just didn't. I don't remember. Wh- I don't remember what happened. I just remember playing it a bunch, doing some things in it, and then kind of putting it down. I don't think I ever finished it at that. I never finished at that time, and it and it wasn't until I think a couple years later when I got fired from my first job when I was like 16 or so, and my my girlfriend at the time who lived in Minnesota came to visit and stay with me for like three months in in Wisconsin, and we played this game all summer, and that's my my biggest memory of this because we were going for all A's because she loved this game and actually was close to having a lot of A's, and I found out that at that time I was extremely good at Tails and Eggman levels and, and could A like all the missions. Yeah, I, I I also basically 100% of this game when I was a kid. Damn, you actually got Dang. Green Hill Zone? I got Green Hill Zone back when I was nice. a kid on we, GameCube. We never, never again. I, I didn't do it again. I'm never going to do that again. Oh, no, no one ever should. That's an insanity. Yeah, yeah we, I, I know, we never did. We were two or three A's away from getting it, and they were like in Shadow or Sonic levels and Final Chase or Final Rush or Crazy Gadget, one of those extremely hard oh. levels, and we couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get into this, but there are ways that that I think you can enjoy this game today, but one of them is not uh, getting A on every level. (laughs) No, that's an insanity thing. (laughs) So I thought this game had that cool dock level with the whale. (laughs) Because like anytime I heard of Sonic Adventure, it was like, oh, that cool whale level. And I was like, "That, that sounds cool. And so then I played this whole game and that's not in it. That's the first adventure. That must be the first one. Yeah, like it is. I played the whole one. I was like, oh, dude. yeah, that's first first level of adventure one, <laughs> which I have never really played adventure one, even though I own multiple copies of it. I have never touched it yet. Yeah. I mean, one we day. can talk adventure one too a little bit, but, but uh, yeah, that, that game is, uh, it has suffers from a lot of the same issues that this one does. And I think even more so in a lot of ways, it's quite a fascinating game. Which which one is like the better game? Oh, like, two. Two is okay. Oh yeah, that makes you want to play one, doesn't it? No, <laughs> I don't think so either. <sighs> so I've been recommending this game to people for years about how it's 
about how this game is great, but I realize I haven't replayed it in like over seven years until this week. We'll get more into that. But I do got to say, like, one thing about this game is that you get to pick two different stories, either hero story or dark story. When you start out, one is Sonic story with Sonic Tails and Knuckles. And the other one is Shadow, new character, Eggman and Rouge, another new character that you play as. I'm assuming all of us started with hero story, correct? Yeah. Yes. I think that's kind of what you're supposed to do for what the game expects you to do, because City Escape, the first level in the hero story feels like the first level of the game and probably the best level of the entire game. By far. Yeah, I think some of that is like iconography, but it also does feel like the dark levels are generally they, they skew a little bit more difficult than the hero levels. So, yeah. Yeah, especially the shadow ones do, I think. Yeah, but there is City Escape is so amazing. Like, I just started that level and I just hear the song, which is what we op- I opened up this with. You guys get to listen to for 20 seconds of, of me being sick singing City Escape. I've been waiting years to do that, by the way, on this recording. And it just, it's still like so great. I get so pumped up. I feel so good. It's just the song is so good. And somehow, and then you're just, you're just being Sonic. You're running around at the speed of sound, got places to go. You're just going down the level and everything is so fast until you get off the board and you're running around as Sonic. But it it does a good job of really, I feel like introducing you to the game and getting you pumped to the game. I have a lore question. Sorry, go ahead. Sure. You're good. I was just going to say, yeah, I, I agree. It's a really strong opening. It makes a really strong first impression. So it, it opens up with Sonic is in a helicopter and then he's like, gotta go. And he jumps out. Like, is that at the end of Sonic Adventure 1? Like he's captured by the military? No, it, oh, it is okay. very much like just in res, <laughs> just like he's, he's been captured. He's getting out. That's all. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was that he got captured because Shadow had art because Dark Story had already started where Shadow had broken out and they captured Sonic. See, That's I all thought, I always took it. I thought they captured Sonic at the end of that first level where for you fight the fighter jet. Yeah, they captured him again. Oh, okay. But I could, a lot of time you, in jail. I could have told you that the whale captured Sonic and you would have believed me. I would have, honestly. This, I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's some crazy-ass situations in this game where I'm like, oh, okay. You're not wrong at all. It's a crazy-ass game. Like The story is just bonkers now when I look back at it. Yeah, it's pretty goofy. It really really feels, they're like, all right, City Escape is the first level. Now, how do we get Sonic there? And they're like, ah, he's captured by the military. All right, cool. Now, Knuckles has to explore this pumpkin hill zone. Like, how does he get there? I don't know. (laughs) Wrote a trade. Oh, cool. Like, (laughs) It doesn't, some levels do not make any sense at all. Yeah. I also like in the, I don't know, I don't know if it's just because I was on the PC version, but there's, there was a lot of times during the cutscenes where like towards the end of the game, like I think it was the final mission where they're like talking about what they're going to do. And then there's like 15 seconds of silence while like the camera is just like showing these other characters and Knuckles is like kind of turning his head and stuff. And I was like, oh, no follow up to that plan. And I'm like, all right, that was the PC version. Okay. Because I didn't have those problems. It it yeah, added some, a bit strange. <laughs> it added some uh just some comedy to it because it was just like the camera zooming in on Knuckles as he just kind of stared directly in it. Like <laughs> I remember being so excited that Knuckles was in this game until I played his levels, and then I wasn't <laughs> excited anymore. So there's three different sets of characters, the way that they play. Like Sonic are very much run around through a 3D level as fast as you can for the most part. You home attack on enemies. Where Knuckles levels are, you're in an open area and you have to go and find pieces of the Chaos Emerald. And you have a little tracker and you have to fly around and follow clues and find it. It's really stupid. It's not I fun. Hate. No. 
I hate them. <laughs> I mean, as as a first timer, it was not fun. Where like the clues were like, you know, uh, I mean, I don't really have any good two examples. towers. Uh, yeah, one of them. Like it'd be like, oh, it's in the gray box on the desert island, and it's like, okay, where is this? <laughs> the Knuckles Rouge levels are unquestionably the the least fun thing about the game. I yeah. don't. You took the coolest character Knuckles and you put him in these stupid levels. Yeah, like I. Yeah, I wish that it was more like parkour, you know, where you're like gliding around over a bottomless pit and then it's like, oh, you got to make it to there and climb up. Knuckles also has really dumb levels, like the first one where you're in just, I don't even remember what it is. (laughs) Kinda? Yeah. Wild Canyon is what it's called. Like, it's okay, but it's not, like, I don't really get it. I don't really get any of it. I mean, it makes more sense that he's in a, like, an Egypt type place than it does when you go to Pumpkin Hill. That place makes absolutely no sense for knuckles he's just in a giant place with a bunch of mountains that are pumpkins so this is this is where i'm gonna fight you on this because here's the thing pumpkin hills music is so good i was i was gonna mention the pumpkin hill that rap. it yeah. more than justifies <laughs> its existence is this the knuckles rap song yeah like all of his levels are rap songs and they're just describing what knuckles is doing in the level they're like, incredible okay. they're so good no uh, so yeah i it's a lot of random levels that are disconnected by the story, but it's also, I think it's like kind of, uh, I, I mean, it, it all comes back into like what makes a Sonic game, a Sonic game. And I don't really think that <laughs> levels that are, uh, you know, uh, connected in a way that makes sense are necessary for that. <laughs> if that makes sense, like it, it, that, it that's always been Sonic's vibe. You just jump between different environments and you play the levels. And I think in that way, Adventure 2 very much feels, you know, traditional and and like, uh, you know, the natural 3D iteration of what a Sonic game would be. And Adventure 1 also d- very much does the same stuff, where it's just, <laughs> here's a set of levels, and we've come up with a thin story to justify why these characters are jumping between them. So I guess you. I just didn't like and Knuckles' levels in general. I don't like searching for things. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't like that. I mean, it was more enjoyable this time playing the game than it was as a kid, but I just don't like them still. Well, the problem is like, why I like them, but I totally understand that. <laughs> the problem I had, because I Googled it, because I, you know, I was just trying to find a walkthrough for these levels. So it's like, like the first level took me 20 minutes and I was like, I don't want to waste 20 minutes each of, every time I come across this level. And there's no good guides. And I found an explanation because the game chooses three random locations out of a total of 60 possible locations. And I was like, a lot. Why? <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Oh, yeah. Like, the thing is, like, with speedrunners or, like, when my when I used to play it with my girlfriend at the time, she knew, like, she could look at one hint and knew exactly where to go because she used she was yep. excelled at these levels. Yeah. Wild. And I just, yeah, I got nothing. I, I went and looked at it. And I'm just like, they give me clues. And I'm like, these clues are terrible. Yeah. So anytime like, I came across a level, a Knuckles or Rouge level, I was just like, right, time to listen to a podcast while I just walk around this level waiting for the beep. <laughs> <laughs> that all makes sense. The reason that I enjoy these levels is that I've played this game more times than I can count, and I know the locations in a general sense, 
but it is the one these are these are the levels in the game that surprise me where I don't know what's coming and they're actually kind of challenging and interesting in a weird way where it's like my broken brain is like when I play a you know a sonic level or a tails level I know everything about it every second that's going to happen every enemy movement <laughs> when I play a knuckles level it still surprises me it still throws me off and I kind of look forward to that it's weird I can, like, I can understand it. Like you're, you're enjoying <laughs> the random element that the it's game. It's the has only to offer. random element in the game, right. exactly. So uh, they still. I mean, we can get into this, but like the reason that Sonic Adventure Two is so beloved by the fan base to this day is a lot of them, like me, grew up playing the game and grew up with not that many games to play, so they played a lot of it, right? And you know, got all those A's and unlocked Green Hill Zone and all that stuff. And when you've wired your brain to that degree, <laughs> the game completely changes. And it, be, it like everything, like everything that you guys are saying is 100% valid. And like the exact experience of a first time player of this game and it, or, you know, even a few times player of this game. And it makes total sense. But it's one of those things where it's like when you've got it down, like to the degree that your girlfriend has down, for example, a lot of this stuff just like fades away and you you get focused on like how precise the mechanics actually can be which they kind of are and how each level kind of it kind of feels accurate to play through in a in a degree that very few games do like you can blow through this thing and just you won't die and it's yeah, incredibly satisfying it's incredibly cool to just like fly through this thing so i cheated so i was okay but i would have died a lot yeah like it i i don't know i mean and i'm not like saying this to brag it's like it's a crazy person thing where it's like i've played this game so many times but it's like i'll die like four or five times in a full playthrough of sonic adventure 2 and it's just blow through it and it's like there isn't a whole lot of random like even watching the speedrun there's most of it is execution not and i mean what they do is insane because they this game is completely broken i never realized how broken until i watch speedruns yeah a lot of the walls don't actually have collision if you go high enough that is true <laughs> they they only did collision up to a certain point, then they stopped doing collision. Like with the tails levels, there's a pyramid level where they just fly through walls once because they get high enough up and there's no collision. Yeah, those and it's those like, tails uh, levels. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're, you're good. It's like I don't know a ton of those exploits because they require some crazy stuff to yeah, execute. But even without the knowledge of that stuff, like there is a I don't know, like it, it there is a mechanical accuracy to the game that is hard to describe. <laughs> where you can just like nail it every time yeah i mean i i remember when i used to play this game all the time like i was good at it like i was very good at the levels and getting through them it just wasn't i mean now when i played it this time i haven't played it in probably over 10 years i, I would have played on the 360 for a little bit but i don't think i finished it when the 360 port came out and then i never i haven't went back to it since i've been meaning to for years but i didn't want to but if you're no, I, like, if when you miss things it's frustrating and it's a frustrating moment and it's like if you aren't like a crazy person who has played this game a million times, you miss things a lot, you know? Yeah. So it's, it becomes, it quickly becomes a frustrating game. It's weird. I mean, there's just, there is a lot to this game though. That I like, there's a lot of variety too. Like the fact you have three different type of missions where tails is in a mech. Cause that's what tails does. I guess. Yeah. He's in a, that, that was like one of my first notes was just like, let's take this flying character and then put them in a mech. And I was like, why are we doing that? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's very odd. Like I remember, like I wasn't expecting shooting levels in a in a Sonic game. Right. I'm good at them. I still got A's in them, even when I wasn't really trying. I still knew like the general because each character has a certain thing that helps them get A's. Like with Knuckles, your goal is to be as fast as you can without 
with only reading one hint per emerald. Because the more hints you read, it lowers your score. With Sonic, it's about being as fast as you can, but also grabbing a lot of rings and killing a lot of, and killing enemies where you can. And then when it comes to Tails, it's all about chaining enemies where like when he highlights something, you'll see like times one or times two, times three. In order to get the high scores with him, you have to go and get like times 10 many as much as you can to try to build up a huge score multiplier. Mm-hmm. I mean, stuff that I unfortunately did. all. I remember I remember getting up in the morning when my ex-girlfriend was sleeping and and then me and my dad were sitting there talking while I'm just sitting there playing Sonic Adventure 2 over and over again, trying to get A's and Tails levels and robot and Eggman levels. And that's something I will yeah, never, Sonic ever Adventure, do again. Sonic Adventure 1 had you playing as Tails in a more traditional way that you'd expect. But they're kind of it's clear that like they didn't have the development budget to make whole other Sonic levels for tail tails. So you are playing kind of shortened versions of Sonic's levels as tails. So it's like replaying levels in Sonic Adventure one. It's a bit weird. I was going to ask if like you had like an uh, adventure one, if you just played as Sonic and then that's why they were like, oh, hey, look, you get like six different characters that you can play as with three gameplay variations so no adventure one almost feels more ambitious than adventure two in a lot of ways where they've got like six different characters but all of them have completely different levels and it's going for a lot (laughs) and it yeah i mean as a result it often doesn't feel as good to play in my opinion and it, it it actually loses a lot of that consistency and accuracy that is that I'm kind of trying to describe that I know is tough to find in this game the first time you're playing it. <laughs> even <laughs> but, even after yeah. the first time in all these years, yes, it was. Yes, yeah. But yeah, Adventure 1, replaying it, I still get frustrated. There are still moments where it's like, what happened to the homing attack there? It didn't work like it does <laughs> most of the time it's strange um that's, so that's how i felt at the end of this game fighting like the final boss i was like why are you not homing in you're just like jumping towards the turtle and dying right like, come on <laughs> yeah and i i mean i definitely have i i remember having those moments when i was playing the game for the first time <laughs> oh, a question for you reese is that in sonic adventure was it was robotnik also turned into eggman in like sonic adventure one uh, yeah, I think he is called Eggman in that one, too. Yeah. Okay, because this was my first introduction to him being called Eggman. I remember, like, that's yeah. Robotnik, not, I am the Eggman. That's is, is, he called, is he called Robotnik in the Genesis games? Yes. Why would they change it? They because if they could, the song wouldn't sound the same. I am Dr. Robotnik. That's what I am. It wouldn't sound the same. You know? <laughs> I didn't know there was a song. Yeah, there's an Eggman <laughs> song for one of his levels. I forget which one, but there's, yeah, it's a song. Like, when I made that joke, quote to you at one point when you I thought it, you were just quoting the Beatles but you know that's what yeah it's an actual song called I am the Eggman that's what I am I am the Eggman with the master plan that's the song yep. and that's in Sonic Adventure 2 yes it's in this game it plays during the levels you must have it muted or something I, I probably couldn't hear it over the goddamn sound effects in this game because they're so loud well the PC version sounds terrible by the way Oh, good. I'm glad I played the definitive version of Sonic Adventure 2 and really heightened my enjoyment of the game. Because, <laughs> I mean, the, the GameCube ROM held up just like I remembered. I, I didn't have any issues. I didn't have any other than just the issues of the game itself, like just playing it and <laughs> it giving me trouble and not homing attack on things that I wanted to or just not cooperating. Even, I mean, that's just the game itself. Even my wife, like I, I had the sound on like four and she would just constantly look over and be like, 
those noises are the worst noises I've ever heard in my life. And I'm like, yeah, they're not great. <laughs> in your complete defense, even when the audio levels are correct, it is still a game that is filled with obnoxious noises. <laughs> so <laughs> That's good. Like the, the fighter jet boss, like uh, when you're Sonic, I was like, did they just go to an airfield and just record <laughs> like an actual fighter jet? And they're like, put it in the game. <laughs> I like I like that stage. Metal Harbor, I think, still holds up. I, like all the stages that you okay. do that are on the the air characters, you do like three of them. You do one as Tails, Eggman, and Sonic. I think those are all still really good levels. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of bad levels in this game, but those are not it. Surprisingly, <laughs> they were okay. Yeah. Like I said, I can't speak objectively to, about this game at all, but I will say that <laughs> um, Metal Harbor does. It's it's a special stage. It feels really good to play. And, well, when you uh, can. When you can run around fast as Sonic, it feels good still. Yeah. Like that was one thing. Any level that let me just run around and not feel like I was going to die. Like Green Forest as Sonic and Shadow, they both kind of have the same level. Like that level, you feel like you're going to die every every second. Like you yeah. just could fall off to your some death. Of those, and, uh, yeah, some of those half pipes are shaky. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as, I, as I watch speedruns, I found out that they actually don't have real collision for them. Like behind them, yep. like. <laughs> One thing that people do is speedrun, they'll jump off something and go through the half pipe through the back of it to get to it. <laughs> yeah. Like, God, this game is has so many like holes in it that you don't realize so you watch speedrunners break it. Yeah. One of the one of the most annoying things that kept happening to me, because I, I died a whole lot in this game. But like I would die and I'd be like, okay, I don't know what else I could have done differently there. And the chow will be like, Oh, you need to use your homing attack, Sonic. And I'm like, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I tune the chow out. That thing's super annoying. We should talk chow garden a little bit though. Yeah, I do want just to. for the sake of yes, uh, for the sake of holding up that side of the game. <laughs> Explain it to me because I I went there twice and I was like I picked up a chow and I was like okay what do I do with you and there was nothing like the game wasn't like oh you should go put him in the watering hole right. I just carried it around and then I said I'm I'm gonna leave now like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no direction provided to the player in the Chow Garden. Um, was the Chow Garden in the original version? Oh, okay, it must be the original version because he wasn't playing Battle, so... I believe yeah. it was in the original game, yes. Okay. It's possible they might have added a couple things to it in Battle or something. <laughs> tutorials. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, no, that, no. <laughs> no, there's no tutorials. I Like, with the Chow, when I first got there, I couldn't remember how to hatch them, so my solution was pick up the egg and I threw it across the zone until it hatched. Yep, you can do that. Is that what you're supposed um, to do? I believe there is possible. So it's been a while since I've done chow okay. stuff. I need to be clear about that. I think there was another way to hatch it that's nicer. But throwing them across <laughs> the zone did work. You just, I the chow is like they are basically Tamagotchi, right? Yes. And you, you bring them the items that you collect within the game, and it changes their stats. It changes what they look like because as they you know consume the animals that you bring them from the game, makes them look like the animals that you bring them. So you can like fully customize what they look like. And you can des- design your weird dragon chow if you want to just collect dragons in the levels or whatever. And don't give um, them bats because they lose their legs. Right. I thought, stuff, stuff like that. I thought those animals I was collecting was just like a callback to, you know, the original games. It where is, you kill an enemy and then they just like turn into a random animal. It also <laughs> serves a purpose. Yes. Uh, yeah, so it, like it makes the chows look like whatever animal you're bringing it. You want to bring it dragons because they look cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you are nice to the chows and you pet them, 
And like there are different events you can enter them in, like tug of war and like stuff like that. I'm Rocky. gonna misremember this stuff because it has been a while, and uh, I wasn't expecting to be the. There's races. There's karate. Those I remember for sure. <laughs> you do yeah. have to earn emblems because if you're going for all the emblems, or as you unlock more emblems in the game, you unlock more stuff in the game. Yep. So it's a way to get more emblems without. Ha- and like it's part of the it's one, one one thing I would do is I would keep replaying this game because as you replay the levels, you get these crystals. Crystals will enhance the child stats, and then the animals also will enhance the child stats. But all animals will raise some stats and lower some stats. They can't yep. lose a level so long as they level up, they don't lose anything from that stat. Same thing as like many RPGs type styles so the idea is to find the animals that will complement different stats and then lower ones that don't matter at the time then you raise them but it there's so much to it like and also like he was saying if you pet it if you if you pet the the child but use like just hero chows or not hero child but hero characters the child will then evolve and, and get a halo above his head and become a hero child and you open up another garden above you in that same area that you warp to when you go to the child garden and yes. what? with the, the dark characters, <laughs> you unlock another garden. It looks like a devil's garden and it has like all spooky stuff. And that goes on and that will have a stairway leading down in that level, in that area, in that lobby. That you so there's to. One, one crucial <laughs> twist, which is that you can use a hero, hero character to create dark chow by throwing them against walls. Oh. So you just throw them. You just throw them against things. You throw them in the water. You throw them against walls and slowly they turn evil. And it's the it's the best. So could like. I realize you guys didn't play the Dreamcast version of the game, but like, could you put the chows in the Dreamcast VMU and like, you know, take them around with you? Was that, do you think that that was kind of there on the Dreamcast version or does anyone know? I kind of doubt it. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I'd be surprised if that was functionality Mm -hmm. in the game. Same. I don't, I don't know either. I, I Dreamcast is one of the systems that I have never really interacted with. I have played one Dreamcast game in my life. I don't even think they are real because I've never seen one. So, well, when I played it was on emulation. <laughs> I played Canis Lake, but there's an episode about <laughs> Mega Man's in that game. By the way, <laughs> don't play it. By the way, <laughs> uh, the GameCube version does have a Game Boy Advance connector thing in its Chow lobby. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, but I, I think it just gives you special Chow. Oh, okay. Because in Game Boy, in the Game Boy Advance, you can get certain eggs that you can't get in this game in Sonic Advance One. That you then you can then transfer the eggs over. Nice. That's wild. There's a lot to the Child Garden, and there's a lot to it. Like as you win races and you win the different events that the game has, you get to unlock stuff. Like as you notice in every level, when you finish a level, you have X amount of rings that you have. It goes into a bank. You actually have a have a store you can go to in the Child Garden and buy different eggs and buy costumes for your childs to wear. Like hats and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's very involved. I mean, it's like what I used to do. I remember there were levels I would just play over and over again just to get rings and then use the rings to buy stuff in the black market. See, I thought you could just go there and be like, what's up, chow? And then you would just leave. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to it. Like, I mean, part of it was you would raise your chow and you could battle other people's chows. Wow, they really went for it. with. Those oh, yeah, guys. I mean, the chow guard is what I spent. I mean, I when I used to play this game all the time, I had multiple chows that were hugely powerful in the, in the different gardens. Yeah. I mean, I remember playing, I mean, I played this game nonstop for a summer. Like, this game was everything to me for a summer. I, it will never happen again. <laughs> I, yeah, I could I, never. I, frankly, I, like, I haven't touched a chow garden since I was a kid because I just, I don't care. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I can't either. I, I know the other All gifts your that we... are turning evil right now. Fine with it. It's like the Animal Crossing town that's growing grass. I don't care. <laughs> it's just cool how what you can do with the chow. So like it, it's such a 
cool thing to add gameplay to this. Like another thing we hadn't mentioned about the game, besides there being two stories, there's also every level has five missions that you can do. One being beat the no- level normally. Uh, next one is get a hundred rings. The next one is called find the missing child, which you have to find these little like huts, these little like stone symbols in the level and then whistle, which ability you have to find. That's what the whistle does. Yes. It does not tell you that by the way. And then the fourth one is beat the level in a certain amount of time. And the fifth one is always the hard mode of a level where the level is harder. Like they take out areas, they add more enemies. They, they do whatever they can to make you suffer. Oh, right. That was the version I played. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, I mean, there's just so much to this game. It's big. I think it's helped by not having an overworld, which Adventure 1 has. Oh, wow. And the overworld in Adventure 1 can feel really confusing and sloppy. So I think, you know, narrowing things down was a smart choice. I agree. I I haven't really played one, but I remember like I started up one one day and I just didn't understand it and I didn't like it. And I turned it off right away and never went back to it. It's very easy to quickly get lost in one and just be like, I don't know where I need to be going right now. Where in in two, it just drops you in the level, the level, the level. And then there is a level select mode, which is like a big map that shows you where all the different levels took place. And you just pick what you want to do. I didn't even see that screen. That's okay. I just played through the game, and then as yeah, soon as it, I hit credits, I said I did it. Outside of that menu, like when you beat the game, you also unlock boss rush modes mm-hmm. for Hero and that. Dark Story, and just those are for emblems. Also, wanting to replay all those, <laughs> I yeah. did. I mean, I, is that is that something that like you know the Sonic community is like? Oh, Adventure Two, those bosses are really good because like every some. boss I fought, except for like one or two, I was just like. Man, they, this is just, like, not fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel weird speaking for the Sonic community because I'm, I am I wouldn't say that I'm, like, a member of the Sonic community in a weird and hardcore way, but, like, uh, I don't like those bosses mostly. They're bad. I think a couple of them are fine. Uh, uh, Egg, Egg Golem and, uh, on hero side, I thought, yeah. was... That was That's a, a good boss fight. I was like, you know what, that is, that is kind of fun. But the dark version of Egg Golem, I was like, not having any fun. <laughs> no, yeah. it's so stupid. Like, for, for the most part, like, I, it's one of those things where it's like, I know these levels so well that, like, I can get through the boss fights in seconds, and they're nothing to me. And so it's like, I don't care. They're bad. I mean, I, most I know of them are just fighting the other characters, which are real simple. You just punch the other character. Yeah. Like, you have, it, you have a couple Sonic that are repeats. Fight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like you fight this Bigfoot thing once with Shadow and once with Sonic. Yeah. It's almost Bigfoot. the same fight with a little different oh, patterns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that fight sucks, and it takes forever because the animation for flying takes forever to land. Uh, the The Sonic versus Shadow fight in the green forest area, you just roll into Shadow. It's yeah. very easy. But it's like you don't know that until you, you know, have played the game enough times to realize you just roll into him. What about what about the last the the last Sonic and Shadow fight where you're running down the straight path? Yeah, you have to like let the the you have to let the opponent run forward a bit until they stop running. They do a move, you homing attack through the move oh and my God. Just hit them. Let me tell you it's what weird. I did. I but mashed, it's also I yeah. mashed jump. And every time he deflected me, I just mashed jump again. Until finally yeah. he stopped deflecting me, and I was like, gotcha. <laughs> that sounds annoying. But yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, how could you know to do that, right? Like, yeah. it's, yeah. They're not well designed, for the most no. part. They're also unnecessary. I mean, the A-Golem is the only good one, I think. That, yeah. when you fight Robotnik as Tails, and then uh, Tails as Robotnik, like, in the, uh, after... Space Station? Robotnik. Yeah, in the Space Station, sorry. Yeah, that fight was so... 
I was so frustrated with that one when I first played it as Tails because I was like, I don't know how I can shoot him faster than he uses his special move on me. <laughs> like, I was like yeah, jumping fights, up and down and just trying to those fights like are kind of a nightmare. Okay, and usually <laughs> one of my deaths is at least attributed to that that fight. Yeah, that laser will murder you if you get caught by it. Yeah, yeah, multiple times, or so I hear from sources. <laughs> we caught, even with Sage, they caught me once too. I was like, what the fuck. And then Tails uses it against you. I was like, no, this is unfair. <laughs> I was like, I did not have that move. Because they just reuse the fight. They yeah, really do a whole lot. I mean, this game has a... Ha- I mean, that's really what... This game has a very good habit of reusing things as much as it can. Yes. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm sure that that was, like, development stuff. Like, as far as, like, oh, we have Robotnik in the mech, so we can just put Tails in the mech, and then we don't have to, you know, give Tails, like, special animation or anything like that. We can just swap... I'm not a game developer at all. So <laughs> no, I mean that's what it was. I mean they only yeah. only have so much money and so much budget and so much time to do it. So you do what you have to do. I mean it works. I mean it. You don't. It's just like with the boss fights. I would have rather had more unique boss fights than the same stuff reused as much as I did, or just not yeah. have them. I think like, sometimes one fight it works like Pumpkin Hill Zone to Shadows Zone that is yeah. reusing yeah, all those. That, that that's actually like feels like a very different level. That I hate that level by the way. <laughs> shadows yeah it's yeah i forget it's, what it's called but that one i died a lot because i would just fall off things or i was you have to home on these on these fans and you bounce up and sometimes when i do the home attack it just went not you don't want to hit the fan do you know you want to go over the edge yeah yeah you want to go this way i'm like no no what are you doing <laughs> yeah there there are some particular jumps in that level that are like i don't know what they were thinking there yeah but i mean the sonic levels and, and shadow levels are still fun i think because it just you run so fast and you just move through things and you bounce off enemies and you chain things together they're still fun. I mean, I did have fun with this game, I should say. It just wasn't what I remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, every, I mean, I don't want to just be the downer oh, on this game, but every time I felt like I was having fun with the game, the game, for instance, the camera would be like, nope, this is like, you can only look at uh, tails from this angle and you have to jump off an edge. Like, good luck. <laughs> and use the hover to slow your descent. And I was like, see, that's not fun. <laughs> no, like, don't don't make me do this, man. But yeah, like every time I was like, okay, I can I can kind of see why this is fun. Like I, I am kind of enjoying myself. The game would find a way to just be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like we accidentally left that fun bit in here. <laughs> you're not you're not wrong. I mean, the game does it does its fair share of making things not fun for me this this playthrough. Yeah. No, uh, everything you're saying is true and valid. And, and one thing we <laughs> we haven't mentioned yet is that you actually get character upgrades for all the characters throughout the game. You might not have found them all, but like there's different shoes for Sonic. There's just different things that you get. Some of the game makes you get, and some are also secret that you have to go out of your way to get later on. Mm. I don't remember all of them. What do the shoes do? Do they just like the shoes? Let him light dash or or ring. dash? Oh, the light. Oh, the light dash. Yeah, I got that. Is that not a necessary? Oh, okay. I was going to say, is that not a necessary one? Because no, like, that's some necessary. It's just like, mm. so is the bouncing bracelet. So is the thing that lets them break through fire block through the steel block. And there's I'm also guessing, the whistle. I'm guessing that the because uh, his knuckles, I got the air necklace. Yes. And like on the final level where your knuckles and you're swimming through, they kept having air bubbles. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that was not a necessary item. It's not. But God, this level would be a nightmare without it. Like. <laughs> When I mean I when I was a kid and I played this game I got all the upgrades I did every I did everything in this game I almost could because it's just how much I loved playing this game 
now I couldn't be bothered. Like Alyssa, our other guest who was almost on this episode, but unfortunately she got sick. Um, she was like, "Oh, you need to go through, you know, play through all the missions." I'm just like, "Okay." And then I played through this game. And I'm like, "Fuck no, I'm done." <laughs> I'm like, "I don't want any more Sonic." Yeah, when I do my very quick yearly playthrough of this game, I don't get any of the upgrades that aren't super necessary. The air necklace is one that I get every time because yeah, I bought it by accident. That one, that one just seems necessary because it like... is. It's also hidden in Knuckles's worst level that is yeah. the hardest to navigate. And you have Aquatic to swim mind. through a tunnel filled with water. Like, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it's it's bad level design. It's a, it's a really bad level. I it's like the it's the only level in the game that still like fully I don't enjoy trips me up even though I know this game by heart. It's like that level sucks. <laughs> oh, another fun thing about the collision in this game, like in the Eggman levels, when you knock down the pillars, when the pillars are falling, you can jump through the pillars. They don't do anything. They don't have a collision on the bottom. That's wild. Yeah, I I think like some of the camera stuff is like, I mean, I I totally understand that. Of course, it's frustrating, but it's also like, oh, man, it was 2001, you know, and I I mean, Jack and Daxter came out that year and that is a big revolution for 3D platforming for sure. But we still have like Mario Sunshine hitting the year after that. And that has its own weird camera issues. So it's just kind of also like, it's part of the times in a way. Yeah, yeah but also, but also like Mario 64's camera, I felt was better than this game's camera. I like, agree. Like I, 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 I felt Mario like I was consistently fighting. Better. Yeah, I was consistently fighting this camera. Where in Mario 64, like when I replayed it, uh, when that collection on the Switch came out, like I was fighting it, but it didn't feel as often as like in this game, where I was like, I just want to look. Where, like, I just want to look ahead where I'm going. And then as soon as I, like, I would position the camera where I needed it to be, and then I'd move, and the camera would just, like, fling back to where it was. (laughs) And I would be like, oh, shit, and I'd get scared. And, like, I'd jump and, like, move, and I'd jump off the edge, and I'm like, well, all right. (laughs) Like, I won't do that again. The camera's the boss in this game, the secret boss. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I do agree with that. I think Mario 64's camera is, like, weirdly good. Like for its time, especially it's insane. Yeah. This one is not, but you no. know, probably they, you know, probably with Mario 64, they just had more time to work on the camera than these guys might've had, you know, where that's all oh, possible. Yeah. yeah. One <laughs> level I do want to talk about that still holds up really well is radical highway. Uh, that's sh- I think shadows first level. Yeah. That level is still fun as hell. Mo- I don't like most of shadows levels, but radical highway is still a ton of fun to play. Yeah. It's a very it- fun one. It, it held up well. I mean, I don't like his, his one where he's in the Pumpkin Hill area, whatever that's called. I don't like the Green Forest ones, but I really enjoyed Radical Highway still. Mm-hmm. I, I had fun playing that level. I also like just the fact that the city's trying, like the military's trying to kill Sonic and Shadow and how they confuse. Like the whole story is that Shadow breaks <laughs> out of jail because of Eggman and they they confuse Sonic for Shadow. They're like, well, they look, they're a hedgehog, who cares, different color. <laughs> it's the same guy. Get him. Kill him. And I. I think I like my Sonic more when it's surrounded by animal friends, you know, anamorphic type things. Like you look at like the Sonic comics or the Sonic cartoon. I like my Sonic like that. I don't really like my Sonic with real people. I've no, I've realized too. The, uh, the craziest thing in this game, <laughs> I audibly said, what the fuck <laughs> was when, uh, at the end of the game, I don't remember who calls her out on it, but they're like, Oh, Rouge the bat. You're a government spy. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? 
No. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's almost as it's you know it's almost as good as ending your game with yes, Mister President. Almost that good, isn't it? Fanyashi's government spy. I don't think so. <laughs> I know. Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, it it it's so stupid. Yeah. Have so I have we all played The Last of Us two? <laughs> I have. Not. I have. Okay. I won't. I won't spoil anything. <laughs> I know majority of it, so it doesn't. Okay. Skip ahead like a minute. If you're like, oh, I haven't played that game yet. But I took the note that there's a boss fight in Last of Us 2 where you play as the antagonist. And I was like, like when I played it, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I don't think I've ever done that in a video game before. <laughs> that's that's really dope. And then I played this game and I was like, oh, Naughty Dog stole it from this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Every game feeds back into Adventure 2 somehow. Somehow. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious, though. It's all because of Sonic Two. Open your eyes that it wasn't that that was that it wasn't that revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, it was all Sonic Two that started it. I went back and I docked points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. I do gotta say, it is cool the fact that you do have the two different stories. Like the fact that you have so many levels. I mean, yes, they do reuse yeah. levels in a way, but they feel unique enough when they are close to the same thing. Mostly, yeah. There was mm. only one level. It was the level where you drive a car. Where you have to chase down a car, where I felt that that was like pretty much the exact same level. But hey, one has more holes in it than the other. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And did you do the other modes where you have to beat the level without hitting any cars or without hitting any walls? I, I know, uh, no. but that's what the other <laughs> missions are for that one. I actually did that's... the no car one for some reason. I'm just like, then I then I said to myself, "What am I doing?" And then I stopped. That was the end of that. Yeah, I don't was, do that. <laughs> I was like, "Why am I going for other emblems?" I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like what am the I doing? Secret to that level is if you just constantly drift at all times, which you can do by just tapping A, you just kind of like slide back and forth. But if you smack into a wall, the game doesn't register it as a collision uh, in the same way, and you just kind of bounce off of the wall in this weird way that makes it so you can play the level really fast. Fun fact. Yeah, this game is so broken. I, I yeah. this is one of those games that when you watch speedruns of it, like you everyone should and you just see all the holes in this game and I'm like, "My god, this game is just broken." <laughs> but like in a fun way most of the time. Yeah, no, it's all playable. I mean, the, you can easily play this game and enjoy it. Like it's just it's just it hasn't aged that best, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. It it, it shows its age for 3D platformers. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. And that was one of my, I think, biggest problems with it. Plus, my nostalgia for this game was so, like, this was a game that before I played it, I would have rated it as one of my, like, top 20 games easily. And then I replayed it, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, I mean, that that's, that's one of my issues why I had more of a, a problem with it this playthrough, because it didn't hold up to my me- My memories of it were so great, and then I played it, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, there... <laughs> There was one part where I was, I, I don't remember what level it is, but I was a Tails in the mech. And I don't know if it was a, like, I don't know if I broke the game or if it was intentional. But towards the end of the level, Tails started, like, doing that float in the air that happens when you're, like, uh, above a fan, when you're, like, Sonic or Shadow or Knuckles. That's part of the game. That's part of the game? Okay. Yeah, I, a, thought I, I thought level. I broke it, and I was like, what the hell? Like, well, no, I was in a forest. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, did I accidentally break it and like i i floated that way to the goal <laughs> and i was like i i know what okay. you're talking about yeah it's in it's in the the first tales like space level and it's oh, just kind it of space? a an, oh, okay. yeah it is but it's just kind of an empty gap and you just kind of 
roll your way forward and it is very strange yeah i thought i i thought i did like i thought i just hit like one of the jump pads wrong or like i did i did something and i was like oh "Oh, no i have a question for for reese it wasn't until this couple days like yesterday i learned this did you know there's another there's a secret character in this game in every stage uh, yeah, the cat. are we talking about Mr. Big the Cat? Yeah, I never knew that. I have played this game so many times, and it wasn't until yesterday when I was watching the speedrun. He said, and they and they showed off that Big the Cat is in every level hidden somewhere. Yep, I he, found pretty good. <laughs> I found him in Pumpkin Hill Zone as Knuckles behind a wall, mm-hmm. and I was trying so hard because I thought I had to free him or something. I was like, oh, I need to, like, I need to free you, and you'll give me a Chaos Emerald. So I was like, you know, trying oh. to like reroute the trade and i was like i don't understand how that gets there. there like yeah he's just an easter egg he's just, for he's just some chilling, reason dude <laughs> yeah he just hangs out in every level but i That's never the, I, I was just so best. surprised that i never knew that all the times i have played this game i have never once known he was in this game and i, I was really shocked a, when you're when you're playing it on a 480i tv or whatever it, he's a lot harder to catch and when you're oh, playing I, it on these nice hd versions yeah, it, it's like oh, there he is <laughs> was on a fat tube tv and a small tube yeah. tv when i played this game back then in the day yeah exactly the way it was meant to be played <laughs> <laughs> on shitty hardware eating drinking pepsi and eating tostitos in the <laughs> 2000s <laughs> way the game was meant to be played another level that i, I want to mention that i still really like is the weapons bed level when you are eggman and you're running around on these air carriers and just blowing up tons and tons of military vehicles that are just not active for some reason. Like I, I actually really enjoyed that level. That's and I actually got an A on that too. <laughs> that was I knew what to do. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, I didn't hate that one. I liked. <laughs> there's a boss you fight, the King of the Ghosts, <laughs> and uh, the legally distinct King Boom Boo. <laughs> I was like, all right, I see you. <laughs> I don't like that boss. No, that boss sucks, but not his great. name is his name is good. <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> he's he's well, really hard for like I remember getting killed by him many times when I was younger, but he wasn't that hard to play through. He's not I mean, hard. He just, it just takes too long and it's like it's like five rounds. It's just like, geez, did we have to do five full rounds of this? Okay. Welcome to two thousand two. <laughs> yeah. As a guy who's played a lot of two thousand two games. There's something about that era of gaming where it's like, let's take something and make it extra long because that's it. For like sure. Metroid Prime, for example, we're going to take our final boss and we're going to make you fight him on four different levels and, and deplete five different life bars. Why? Eh, why not? Oh, so, well, yeah. hey, that boss fight's cool. <laughs> Metroid Prime? I, yeah, I love Metroid. That you, was my first Metroid game. Have you played it recently? The boss fight? No, I'm waiting until <laughs> they eventually release it for the Switch. <laughs> you and me, good game. But that boss fight, it, it reeks I, I of want... this year. 2002 yeah. is a year of of stuff of that because I've it just yeah, I don't know, to, I don't like the year 2002. You get to me. jump into the phase on, and that's cool. Not if you die. <laughs> Not cool when you got to redo that whole part again. <laughs> uh, there's there's another level know. that I hated as a kid but played this time and actually really enjoyed surprisingly, which is the security hall level is ruse where you're actually collecting chaos emeralds and not it's pieces of master. Her, it's the best level. The one it's where you have level. five minutes. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> good level. No. I was when, when Eggman was like, shut the timer for 15 minutes. I was like, all right, I can do this. And Ruse is like, I only need five. I was like, fuck off. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, don't make me do this. <laughs> 
It's I, uh, I like it. I was surprisingly how much I liked it because I was dreading the level and I actually had fun with this level. Like it's just the layout and the way it is. It was fun for some reason to me. Yeah, I also think the theme is you know it, you're doing a break uh, like a, a you know a bank vault break in, which is kind of her whole thing, which is kind of exciting. It's it's fun. It doesn't feel like a completely random adventure level. Yeah. But she's also a government agent, so couldn't she just be like... Yeah, that stuff like, makes no sense. It's, I, it's, I know where these are. <laughs> like, you know. But you're not supposed to know that yet. <laughs> I forgot that she was. like, it, Yeah, it does make no sense, because the next game that takes place after this is Sonic Heroes, and she's with a Team Dark still. You also so, see the president? You saved Mr. President? <laughs> well, we haven't even gotten to how cuckoo the story is in this game. <sighs> the whole story is that Eggman is trying to follow his grandfather's footsteps and find out what the ultimate life form was, which who, is who is named Gerald Robotnik. So yes. somewhere along the way, he said, oh, no, it's Eggman now. <laughs> and like the whole and, and that's what led to all this problem is he goes in, he breaks out Shadow from this government prison and then they missed and then Shadow goes and breaks a big uh, military gear and they think Shadow is Sonic because they can't tell the damn difference. And they kidnap, they, they arrest Sonic multiple times, Tails break Sonic out of prison, and, and then the story eventually progresses to you trying to get to a space station because they activated a giant laser and blew up half of the moon, and now they're going to blow up Earth. That's, oh, that, that was no moon. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, not to mention if you blew up the moon, I mean, even half the moon, how much everything would get screwed up on our Earth because, of, you know, gravitational, but yeah, that doesn't matter in Sonic yeah. World. And, like, the whole idea is that you're then trying to get up and then they deactivate the laser and you find out that the whole time and then you have a whole video of some guy in a straight jacket chained up somehow got the ability to record information at the same time somehow while you're tied yeah, up, you know, I, th- I thought that was his grandpa. Yeah, that was. But somehow he recorded a oh. video and put a virus in there somewhere. He took control and was going to destroy the world because yeah. they were mean to him. Yeah, it's it's nonsense. Yeah, that yep. part I was that part I was confused. You're meant to be. I was like. Because then, you know, Robotnik slash Eggman is like, oh, we got to stop that. And I was like, hey, wait a second. Because he just wanted <laughs> to use it for money, or essentially, to get power and threaten it. Now that uh, it's going to destroy the world, who's going to pay you when everybody's dead? But Gerald was upset that they locked him in a straitjacket, so somehow he took control and, you know, was going to destroy the world. Because they killed Maria. There's a, some There's some little story at some point where the government went up there and killed everybody, and they killed Maria. And that's why Shadow is like, how Shadow it? Oh. I don't remember if they show it though. Do they show it at, at all? But I know that happened. I like. I know who Maria it's all is. Okay, it's like, all implied. Who, Maria's who just is? some girl who was on the station who loved who loved Shadow and helped uh, Shadow. Yeah, something I don't really know. It doesn't matter. Like I know, I know who Maria is because you know he was constantly like uh, Maria. Like that. Yeah, yeah, from West Side Story. <laughs> and yeah, but I was like, is she a scientist? Like, what is she doing here? <laughs> I got nothing. She was a grant. She was somehow related to robot to Gerald Robotnik, right? Yeah, I thought she was related. I thought she was like the granddaughter oh. or something. It doesn't flip and matter. It, it's a ridiculous plot. <laughs> I am waiting is... for Vati Vidya to do a Sonic Adventure 2 lore video. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. The, the, I mean, the series is, keeps like, going, though. It's a ridiculous plot, but when you're like, when you're a 12 year old kid, 
it's pretty cool and you don't care, you know, like you don't care about like, you, you don't even want to think about like all the confusing stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's cool. Hedgehogs doing cool stuff. So I think like in a way it just, it succeeds at what it's doing, which is being a kid's game story and doing cool anime crap, you know, I mean, it's really stupid. So are are all fun. of like, so does Sonic the Hedgehog, the series as a whole, like, Sonic 1 is the beginning, and then Sonic, I think the last one was Forces, is, like, the most current story. Or do they have, like, is, like, Sonic Adventure games, like, their own lore series, like... There's different Sonics. 3D Sonic is a different Sonic than the Sonic that you're thinking of from the original series. Well, okay. Like, a different Sonic altogether, or just, like... Different Sonic altogether. Oh, Okay. In Sonic Generation, they meet from the two different multi multiverses. Oh, I do remember that from the marketing. <laughs> but there's not, like, Sonic doesn't really have a, a overarching story. Like, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 might kind of connect. Like, there's lots of billboards that talk about Chow, like, the, mm-hmm. that show the Mega Chow, which is a boss from Sonic Adventure 1, correct? Well, I mean, I meant, like, you know, like, in Sonic Adventure 2, is Sonic just, like, Hey man, I destroyed like you know all of your robots in Sonic the Hedgehog one through three. Like, you, like I'm I'm gonna stop you, man. Like, don't you remember that? <laughs> I think it's different Sonic. I'm pretty yeah, it's definitely a different Sonic from classic to the ones in three Ds. I will say it's certainly never completely clear, and I think Sega kind of knows that and like has even leaned into it. There's almost an implication that it's just like I don't know, man. It's like Mario. It's yeah. just it's just Sonic. You hey, know, there's a Mario timeline weird. that somebody on I, one of those YouTube channels okay. put together. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't. It's, it's not the same as the Zelda timeline. <laughs> where <laughs> Nintendo officially said, sure. <laughs> Zelda timeline makes sense, though. Mario can't have a, a little, A little bit. Sort of. It's, it's a big Zelda I, fan, like a, a little bit. Yeah, I'm yeah. a huge Zelda fan, so I'm going to say it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It works just because it's like generations and generations and hundreds of years later. Where, yeah, sure, okay, I can believe it. Right. Mario is the same Mario and Peach every time, no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I think I think Sega kind of approaches it as like it's just Sonic on another adventure. But then, like yeah. maybe at the you know at some point they decide like uh, we'll throw this thing in there, and that's how they connect. Okay. I take it as different Sonics each time. Like Sonic Adventure one and two, I'm assuming is the same like continuation of the same story right. in a way. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Sonic Again. one, like Sonic one through three is going to be the same Sonic versus like yes, yeah, I get it. That's how I. I was just, I was just curious if like Sega was like, oh no, this is all like one Sonic doing all of these things. And, you know. yeah, I don't think. Um, yeah, at, at one point, Adventure Two does mention a location from Adventure One. Oh, they mention uh, like Central Street or something like that, and it's like that's the main hub from Adventure One. I do huh. really want to play Adventure One just because I, I have I have bought it multiple times and it's like I really should one day play this. Is it's, that on uh, Steam? Yes. It is on Steam. I if you have an Xbox, I would recommend that version sooner. Um well I'd be the GameCube version I'll be playing. <laughs> but or that, that works too, yes. I own the GameCube version. I bought it back in the day. I own this on PC. I actually have a free code. You know what? Thank you. You reminded me. We're gonna do that free code shortly. Cool. Once I look it up. I'll talk on um, what I, I've always wanted to play Sonic Adventure 1. I just can't bring, bring myself to do it. It has very positive on Steam. I mean, I, I have a fun time playing Adventure 1. I think it has some high highs, and it has even more low lows than 2. All right, here is the Steam code for Sonic Adventure DX, for those out there that want it. 
Uh, the Steam code is D T Y D F four seven L F R Z six C C L. There is your code for Sonic Adventure DX for anyone out there who wants it. There you go, people. I did something for you again. <laughs> I need to get rid of these codes. Oh, it would have been the Sonic Adventure 2 code, but I gave that already away. So, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, oh, okay. You got, to, you got to enjoy this game for the first time. I also time. love that it's like right after I finished being like, yeah, it's not as good as 2. <laughs> Sonic Adventure sucks. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's... You know what? I mean, you don't. It's, it's nostalgic. If you have nostalgic for this game, yeah. then it's something else. Like, I do want to talk about the two space levels for Knuckles and Rouge and how miserable they are. I the Rouge agree. one, the Rouge one is like arguably the worst of the two. Like, the Knuckles one was fine. That was just like another, okay, I got to find the emeralds. But the Rouge one I felt was just like, well, a little. The planets, um, there's fun. different planets in it that have different gravity. And yeah. the hints slide you. At first, the hints are backwards. I thought the game got was like screwed up on me because I'm playing a ROM, and then I and then the hints lie to you. It says the highest location. It means the lowest spot. Yeah, which there is a chow at the beginning that is just like, oh, there's something going crazy with the hint detector. Be careful. <laughs> but yeah, I just I I don't like all my chows either. The little guys that give you hints, I I would yeah. I'd kick them sometimes. But like I I agree the gravitational pull on the planets because like. There was one planet I was stuck on for like five minutes as Rouge because I could just not figure out how to get off of the pole. I was like, I need to go down there. Like, I, I need to leave this planet and you will not let me. <laughs> it's just, it was really annoying. It was not my favorite at all. No, no, no. It's it's like textbook definition of like one of these levels that just gets too ambitious with what it's trying to do. And it's just way too much. And also Eggman's last level is really freaking annoying. The cosmic wall, it's called. Where you're in space. I mean, you just. Okay, I want to talk Cosmic Wall because sure. I love the reversal of floating upward. Okay, that is cool. It's just a, it's a very long level. And then when you're trying to go for A's in this level, it's it can be annoying. Which uh, one is? I, sure. Which one yeah. is that? Is it's that the, the last... one where you can like hold A to hover up? Yes. yes. Okay. That one was fine. I mean, it's just it's so many enemies in this level. And for some yeah, reason my brain still felt the need to try to lock in as many as you could and get high points for no reason at all. So that made it more annoying for me because I was having flashbacks. <laughs> that does sound kind of annoying, but on the whole, yeah, I don't know. I really like that level. I it's like a cool level. I just, I had flashbacks of when I did this and I felt the need to try to do that again. And I, and I looking back, I don't know why. Yeah. That I think the levels that I struggled oh, with the most, Oh, sorry. The last levels for Sonic and shadow, like, I beat oh, yes. both of those with one life left. I was just sweating bullets the entire time because like on Sonic's level, sometimes I would jump off of a rail and aim for another rail and Sonic would just pass through. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then shadows twirly tubes where you're just locked in and you just like gain momentum quickly. And then you have to jump from like one to another and like, you know, avoid enemies or obstacles and stuff like those were very uh intense levels and i found myself like not liking them by the end where i was just like please god do not let me die like just, they are i do not want to do this level over they are super intense sonic and shadow levels like i mean final rush and final chase when you're on these bars and you're mm-hmm. you know grinding and you're above space just they're very epic levels though they're very epic ways to finish the stories but they are hard they're yeah they're but- 
like the biggest improvement that Sonic ever made to its like core gameplay was adding the ability to just jump between rails and not freaking die. Because yeah. <laughs> boy, are those moments rough in this game. And like you know, there's a weird like there's a trick to it where it's like if you let go of the stick completely and you just hold A for like a solid full moment, you're kind of gonna hover in the air and you can kind of use that to like move over to the next rail safely. But it's like it's still bad. It's it's not well thought out. It's not fun. <laughs> it's it's really harrowing, like you said. It's 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 really risky every time you do it. Yeah. I, I enjoy the levels. I, I didn't enjoy them as much when I played them back in the day, but when I played them this time, well one I was cheating. I have to put that out there. I did enjoy Sonic's level more than Shadows because Shadow has the stupid things you had like float up on. But I had fun doing it. Like yeah. I actually played this level in a car. I was uh, over last week and I was took my wife to go visit her uh, her aunt who's in a assisted living and it's a, it was a small apartment. I couldn't find a place to sit, so I went back to my car and sat in my car with my laptop just playing this, and it was fun. I mean, I was like, besides those levels being annoying me, like sitting in a you know, freezing to death, it was actually pretty fun playing this. Did it? Did it feel like the car was moving with how fast you were going in the game? <laughs> it did not. I was. Pl- <laughs> I had the car running, but it was like freaking negative three outside or something. So it was damn Yikes. cold. But it was just it was just one of those weird situations where I'm just like, here I am beating Sonic in a car sitting somewhere up north in northern Minnesota, and I just sitting there playing Sonic Adventure Two. I'm like, what year is it? Like, what what the hell is going on? <laughs> It was just one of those weird situations, like, you know, where you don't think you'll be beating a game when you're sitting in a car waiting for somebody. It's not what you expect. I just wanted to share that with the with, with the people who listen to this episode. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I still enjoyed it. Like, I, I was playing this on an Xbox. No, I played this on a game controller. I actually pulled out my USB game controller to play this game because it felt right. So, yeah, I tried to fact. I tried to play with mouse and keyboard because I didn't think it, that a controller, like, because Steam is like, oh, it's only partial controller support. What? Yeah, but like I plugged in my uh, DualShock and it was like, we don't know what this is. And then I downloaded, I don't know what it's called. But it basically makes your DualShock uh, register as an Xbox controller. So I downloaded that and then uh, played the game that way. But mouse and keyboard controls, like it lists like every button is an action button. And I was like, what action am I doing? <laughs> 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 Surprise! Playing this game with mouse and keyboard sounds like my actual nightmare. <laughs> I can't imagine playing this on mouse and keyboard. I, me neither. <laughs> I'm really like, glad I didn't have to. <laughs> this game wouldn't be possible, I feel, on mouse and keyboard. But then again, I'm also the guy that beat Super Ghouls and Ghosts with safe states on mouse and keyboard, so I got nothing. Yeah, I mean, someone's someone's beaten Dark Souls in some ridiculous way. I'm sure that you can yeah. Sonic Adventure 2 with mouse and keyboard, but it's probably... You know, there's some person listening to this and be like, oh, mouse and keyboard is the way to play the game. Yeah, that's I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and then after you beat all the levels in the game, all the hero and dark stories, and you get to unlock a last story, mm-hmm. which is, I, I mean, it's cool to have a level where they all team up together because they're trying to stop the cannon from going off, even though that was the whole plan, as Nate said earlier. But it is a cool level. Like, it is it's kind of cool to play as each of the characters. I kind of wish that that was the entire game with the characters, like where the levels you switched between like, you know, Sonic tails and knuckles, like is, you know, as you move through a level, like, you know, it's like, Oh, I can't do this part. Knuckles. Can you like get that switch and I'll move on. I got a game for you, Nate. No Sonic heroes. You know what that is? Really? I've heard of Sonic Heroes. Sonic Heroes is a, you have three person teams and you can switch who's in front and then they, you oh. can use some of their special abilities. Oh, that's cool. They listened to me. They took my feedback. 
<laughs> we can say it's cool, but well, no, you are right. That would have been cool to have know. more missions like the last story in this game. Yeah, it's it's cool until you play the same game four times to beat the game, and then it's less cool. <laughs> and then it's less cool. <laughs> He's not wrong, by the way, either. Yeah, <laughs> He's not lying to you. <laughs> Is that Sonic teams. Heroes? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Someday. I have never beaten Sonic Heroes, and I really, really want to. So one day. The yeah, last it, story was just a cool level. Like it was, I wish I do agree. I wish there did more missions where you got to switch in a mission, but that was probably hard in program or they just didn't care. It's a neat level. I do think it has some of the like kind of shakier, like, like you said, with the knuckle swimming, uh, it has some shaky moments. It has some weird level design choices. The, the, the slide stuff with Sonic at the very end of his sequence is, um, oh, yeah. it's scary. <laughs> and not in like a thrill thrill a minute scary it's yeah it's it's, it's like, god i hope i don't go edges. flying over the edge <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it was just like it was a weird level like i had i had to look up a guide to what to do because i couldn't figure i was having a hard time figuring out what to do with the switches and stuff i i had to do that with the rouge the bat section because i was like okay i hit the mm-hmm. switch but like what is opening like i don't right. i don't see anything that's it opening freezes times you can go through the waterfall or yeah. something like that it, it's stupid yeah it's weird yeah and then the knuckle, like, but it was nice to have a knuckles and rouge stage where I wasn't looking for something. I was just mm-hmm. playing through a level like that was actually really nice because I yeah. like the way they play. Reminded me of like, so it, worth noting in Adventure One, the knuckles levels are a little bit more level like in that kind of way. For the most part, you are still searching for emeralds, but you're kind of progressing through a level at the same time. OK, so it kind of felt a little more like an Adventure One knuckles level. OK, cool. You're making me want to play Adventure One. Finally, you know, I mean, I love that game. But, you know, just, you know, you know, I know, you know. I know it won't be a good game. It's just <laughs> it's been on my list, my backlog to play for over probably getting close to 20 years at this point that I picked it up for GameCube. Yeah, it, it, wow. it has a lot of fun stuff in it. So it's one of those games that I really should one day go and play it. But yeah, but no, I, I just enjoyed last story. I, and then once you finish the Sonic part where you're right, you fly down these slides and it is scary as hell and not in a good way. But you, then you do the then you get the final boss, the ultimate being, because this whole time in the story, you think Shadow is the ultimate being. Then you find out the ultimate being is a giant lizard turtle looking thingy. Yeah. yeah and he shoots goofy. electric balls from his mouth that I wish there was two different animations for which type of electric ball yeah. he's going to shoot from his mouth. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a terrible fight. I when I don't know a kid if I ever got past this fight. I don't know for sure. I think I don't. I don't think I ever actually beat it as a kid. I think I got stuck and could not do this part. It when I when I beat it, I felt like when I beat a Dark Souls boss, I've been stuck on. I yes. was just like, yes. <laughs> like, oh, fun fact to this boss fight: like the way the boss fight works, he he shoots these glowing orbs at you, and then you're supposed to uh, jump on the railing, grind up to him, and then hit him in his weak spot. Apparently, by watching the speed run speedrunner just now. You can mash A on his side and climb up that way and hit him. That works, yeah. It's so like you know that phase that you were talking about, Nate, that you're right, is terrible. Like he has a yeah, part where he like, shoots all these bubbles out yeah, and you're supposed you to bounce home, yeah, home off the bubbles. It. Sometimes yeah. they'll be like, You wanna hit a bubble? No, you wanna hit the big orange guy and die, don't you? Yeah, that's what you want to do in the game, just make you do that instead. That to me, United Safe State, so it didn't matter. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that that final portion of his health where you're like floating midair. Uh, when I first got to that part, I had zero rings and oh. just immediately ate it. And I turned off the game for the night. I was like, I'll beat it tomorrow. Like, I'm I'm a little ticked right now. <laughs> I don't blame you. I would have been furious, too. 
Yeah, you really, they don't give you enough rings. You, you really have a limited supply to work with. Oh, yeah, I, I, collected, I collected one. Like, and then if I yeah. got hit, I was like, okay, I'm going to go collect one more. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what you have to do. And even then, it's often not enough. It's it's a weird fight. And um, then you don't even finish the game, like, because in true Sonic nature, like, Nate had made a comment, like, I should have known. I wasn't Sonic. This can't be the final part. <laughs> yeah. But you do have probably one of the most epic moments in games, I think. Somebody out there the rolling time. their eyes might be people on this episode with at me. The, but at the, the time, time, I'm sure it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, this is, I think this is my first time ever doing this. I, mean, I might have done it once back in the day, but I don't remember if I ever did. But you get to play a Super Sonic and Super Shadow because they use the Chaos Emeralds and they become the super version because the BioLizards are trying to pull the space station into Earth to blow it up because, you know, why not? And. It plays a live and learn song in the background, which is still a great, great song. And you're sitting here flying around a supersonic and super shadow trying to hit these big glowing spots in the bio lizard. It's annoying because he shoots lasers at you and he shoots bubbles at you and if you get hit you spin backwards. And if you don't, if you don't get to him in time where your rings run out and you don't fly underneath him, which the game doesn't exactly tell you, you then die. I, yeah, I think the game, I think the sequence has a great sense of motion as you're like moving around the lasers feels really cool it it's a satisfying sequence it's a it little is. bit frustrating at if you don't know where to go and yeah. i do remember as a kid being frustrated by that stuff i i knew where to go and like the first time i fought him i like avoided the lasers i avoided the orbs until he had one hit left and then i just like i choked i guess and then i was just being knocked back by lasers and right orbs but I that first time I did not know that you could like hold X or circle like on a on a PS4 controller to like move up or down. So I was just moving so slow with the analog stick until I got close oh. enough and then I would hit X and I was just like, man, this is taking forever. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds gross. Yeah. Yeah. And then I couldn't figure out uh, like. Mike said the game doesn't really tell you how to switch, but like Sonic and Shadow are like, hey, switch to me because your rings are getting low. And I was sitting there tapping like triangle. I was like, OK, let me do it. Like, you know, like, let me let me switch to you, man. And then I Googled it and it was like fly above the space station. So like, Good I think life. on one of my attempts, I tried and I was like, you're not I'm as high as I can go. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. How you to gotta go underneath part. his belly and then it switches. Yeah, but I made it through. <laughs> It's impressive that you beat this game legit. Because I mean, I I cheated and beat this game, but with save states. <laughs> I I wish I had save states or a, re- a rewind button. Because <laughs> man, <laughs> that last boss would have been a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. And my niece, my niece was watching me fight him, and she was like, "Is that Sonic the Hedgehog?" <laughs> I was like, "Don't distract me right now. <laughs> I'm focusing." But it's just it's such an epic moment, and you got the and I really love the live and learn song. Yep. I think that song is amazing. I so. kind of love the whole score. It's really I, good soundtrack. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun music and a ton of variety. And it's always at least entertaining to listen to. Yeah, I, I disagree. <laughs> I <did not. laughs> but you don't have the nostalgic songs, for it, though. A lot of the songs just like... It was elevator music to me, basically, except for the Pumpkin Hill Zone rap, which is called a ghost's pumpkin soup. Yep. Because I Googled it when I heard it. I said, I got to know. Which, how did, did Sega, like, hire, I mean, they obviously had to hire someone, but, like, you know, what was their direction for it, you know, like, because the the person who, who sings it and raps it, like, 
they are invested in it. Like it doesn't sound soulless. They're like, this is the crowning achievement of my life. <laughs> Might have been their first gig ever making money in a recorded song, you know. Hey, I want to know. So, who it is. Uh, Jun Seno, Seno, S E N O U E. I'm probably mispronouncing his last name. Uh, was the uh, yeah? He was the main composer for the game, and he also is the lead songwriter and guitarist of Crush Forty, the band that does a lot oh, of the songs oh. in the game, like Live and Learn, and and also does a lot of the music in Adventure One with Open Your Heart and uh, all of the. Uh, all of huh. the stuff in that. So he he's kind of the guy for a long time at Sega. Okay. So he wrote, crush- he wrote the rap? I don't know if he wrote the lyrics, but he at least was the like music supervisor. So he, at the very least, was probably the guy hiring the people who like who performed the rap and wrote the lyrics in English. He was like J. Jonah Jameson and Whiplash. He's like, again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. and oh. I mean, he was he was in charge of the vision of the music of both of these games. I mean, there's some good tracks. Like, I guess City Escape is OK. Like, I don't hate listening to what? it. You know, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. this uh, if I may, this game inspired me to play. I've never beaten the original Sonic games on Genesis. So I went through and I beat Sonic one yesterday and i'm in the middle of sonic 2 right now and i i think those games have better music and they should bring back some of those themes in my opinion my humble Um, opinion playing generations (laughs) is uh quite a cool experience musically because they're really working with like the full gamut of sonic music over the years and they're kind of doing really cool stuff with like combining all the tracks in interesting ways and stuff it's it's a neat it's a neat soundtrack (laughs) I really like Crush 40. I actually didn't I, know they existed until it was when I met my, my ex-girlfriend. We, when we had the summer, we played this game. We were trying to unlock Green Hill. And that's where she's the one who introduced me to who they were and all. And that it was actual band and all this music. And not just, you know, just random. Hey, they did some of the music, too, for Shadow of the Hedgehog. They did. They did. They did the music for some rougher games. Uh, they did, you know, stuff for Heroes and all I that. I really want to play Shadow of the Hedgehog so bad for this show. Was that after this game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's 2005, I think. Okay. I have never, I bought it. I played it when it came out and then I, I fell off it for some reason, probably because it was bad. Can't imagine. But I've always wanted to go back to it. Like how many games can you say that you play as a hedgehog with a gun? Like, come on now. Yeah. I mean, the, the best thing I can say to describe Shadow of the Hedgehog is like all the joy that I feel from like just blasting through Sonic Adventure 2 and 1. I, I have none of that with Shadow. I know that game very well, but I do not enjoy playing that game. Not even a second of it. Like it's it's not fun. I just I so. just have to cover it someday, just because I I need to play that game and, and like it needs to be it needs to be wiped off my backlog. Yeah. Is it a all. is it a prequel or a sequel? No. Okay, it's a Proper sequel. sequel. Proper sequel. Because <laughs> there's kind of like a you have Sonic Adventure one, you have Sonic Adventure two, you have Sonic Heroes. Shadow the Hedgehog, which all came out in this era for GameCube. Okay. I think that's all of them. I don't think there were any other GameCube Sonic games that were 3D. Shadow the Hedgehog is really weird because it feels like, I don't know if it literally does, but it feels like it is just reusing a lot of the like engine and assets of Adventure 2. It probably uh, is. It, it, yeah, like it, it, in a way that like you play like, one of the earlier Assassin's Creed games, and then you play the next one, and it's just like, well, this feels like it 
could be um you know a hardcore mod for that last one like that's what shadow feels like to adventure two. <laughs> oh, and then i Does... do want to mention the differences in the battle mode the main differences in the battle version which is what came up for game they have a two-player like where you could verse each other and they added a couple characters like they added the the chow or not the the boss from sonic adventure one that blue creature he's a playable character i had no idea who he is and i still don't really i know he's from the first game though you know what I'm talking about oh chaos yes yeah. chaos is in it and then some other echidna is playable yeah call. she's from the first one as well yeah yep. which i remember that but i didn't mean anything to me because i had never played the original one but that's the stuff that they added right so not much <laughs> Yeah, it's not much. And honestly, the battle mode is like, I mean, you know, good luck roping a friend into playing this with you. But it's also not fun even when you do. So well, back then it was easier because you'd just be like, hey, do you want to come over and play some video games? They'd be <laughs> right. like, yeah. And then they'd be like, what are we playing? Goldeneye, Perfect Dark. And then you're like, no, no, Sonic Adventure 2 Battleman. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, shit, I'm locked in. <laughs> yeah, then they'd play it for 10 minutes with you and they'd be like, so let's um, let's play something else. <laughs> hey, this was probably fun in 2002. I mean, I was there for it. It, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I lived it. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't very. It was not. I didn't. I didn't play battle it. mode either. I didn't care. I think I tried it once or twice. I just enjoyed the single player stuff. Yeah. I uh, shout outs to the best line in any video game ever, which is "Sayonara, Shadow the Hedgehog." Yeah. <laughs> like, really good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and then I, the final line of the game. And I then, still uh, think. There was but. when uh, Eggman is like, you think I'd fall for a fake crystal? And tells us like, how'd you know it was fake? And he's like, you just told me, Fox Boy. And then that zoom in on his face as his mouth drops open. I was like, what is going on in this game? So stupid. It's good. I liked it. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's stupid. But it didn't make me laugh. So. I actually started skipping the cutscenes at the end of this game. I'm like, I can't take it anymore. I don't care about the story. Can you do that? When I normally play the game, that's yes. What I, it yeah. let me. It let. It oh, didn't man. let me in the hero story, but it let me in the dark story. Huh? That's weird. Yeah, it was weird. So I'm like, okay, skip, 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 skip. I mean, normally I didn't because I tried to absorb story for the show, but I just couldn't do it. I just didn't give a shit. I couldn't <laughs> make myself give a shit. So. Yeah, I wanted to refresh, but like normally I I just skip it. I mean, how many games let you you know be a go and jump into the into the president's limo? You know, not many. Nino Kuni two at the very beginning. No. <laughs> True. I never played two. I played one. One was good. Oh, spoilers. It's at the That's beginning fine. of the game, so it's not really spoilers. But... Yeah, Nino Kuni 2 has an audacious opening. It's great. Nino Kuni 2 is a good game. But I'm sure it can't. It can't. Hey, there are very few games that open as good as this game does in the hero story. <laughs> and I am not being sarcastic. I think this game has one of the best openings ever. I think even feels... over <laughs> even over Adventure One with the the whale i've never played that's what i was that's what i was looking forward to because anytime i hear sonic adventure one it's it's that i can fix that if you're interested in 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 sometime later this year yeah i might be busy that day okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just i don't have the desire to play that game but some i need to one day i will play sonic adventure one just to do it finally i think i think you would have a fun time just going through it once with no pressure you would it would like there, there, there are frustrating moments for sure, but uh, I, I think it's worth a play. It's fun. Would we'll be on the show, of course, but yeah. Still, I just I'm actually doing Super Mario Sunshine next uh, later this year for next season because I've never beaten that game. Sure, yeah. So I'm going to finally change that. Yeah, it's a, it's a I like Sunshine a lot more than most people I think, but 
it's another game that a lot of people point to and say like they don't like how it feels to play, which always throws me off because it's a game that I <laughs> grew up playing and I just I have that thing locked into my brain and I'm never going to not like how it feels to play. And any last things you want to say before we go on to questions, comments and memories? I do have a few. And I got a decent I'm liking actually. I'm liking Sonic the Hedgehog, too. I think that's a fun game. <laughs> that's, a good game. that's a good game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking it more than I thought I would, yeah. If you enjoy it, I recommend three Knuckles and Mania. You will what about four? Uh, three. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 does not exist on the Nintendo Switch, apparently, with the Sonic Sega Genesis collection. That's bizarre. It is, right? I thought I was crazy. Oh, one thing but we I... forgot to mention that I just realized, there's also a cart mode in this game, too, which you have to do for, to earn emblems. I didn't even I completely forgot that was a thing. I did too. And I just remembered, oh yeah, there's a cart mode. You earn emblems by doing that and then there's different stuff you get for doing it. Uh you know I will say that there are very good PC versions of 3 and Knuckles on Steam that cost like $2 for each huh. one and they're they're well emulated I, and they run great. I have Mania on my PS4, so I think that'll be the next one. Great game. Okay, I want to read some questions. And first from the I watched the entire Overlords replay group. I got a few. First one from Emmanuel, friend of the show. Emmanuel Leon Santigo Rodriguez, Commander Lionheart. I never played it as a kid. It wasn't until 2016 when a co-worker loaned me his GameCube with this game. Mario Sunshine and Luigi's Mansion. This was the first game I played out of the three. And after getting to one of the knuckle stages, I just took it out of the system and never played it again. Maybe <laughs> I'll go back and beat it. But for now, it'll remain one of those games I could just not get into. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. And from Andrew Burns, I was so into this game as a kid that I would get up early before school just so I could take my child to kindergarten. My brother and I also regularly ran the multiplayer races and even had him convinced at one point that I actually written the music for the game. I'm not sure the game really holds up today, but man, I have so many great memories of it. It'll always be special to me. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. But And from Adam Carr, I know opinions on this dude are not high and rightfully so, but I can't believe I'm saying this pro Jared was right. We played the stages we loved so much that we forgot how awful the bad stages were, especially with how often we were played the awesome Sonic and Shadow stages for the for the Child Garden. Nostalgic blinded us to the fact that most of the Emerald slash Mech levels were ass. All right, and from also friend of the show Dominic Chikoki, I think it has plenty of values. A piece of B game cheese. It's not a perfect game, but it's also the most memorable and replayable early 3D Sonic game. They talk about. <laughs> WMDs, World Weapons of Mass Destruction, Eggman blows up the moon, Sonic and friends fight the cops. This game is wild. <laughs> yeah, that cop part, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, there's also a glitch in this game where you can keep feeding the animals to a chow so they keep getting the upgrades and you don't lose the animal, by the way. Nice. I don't know how you do it exactly, but there's some glitch where you can keep doing it. I'm just watching the speed run, that's what he's doing. So, yeah. Good stuff. God, this game is broken. Yeah, I... I didn't realize how broken this game was. I don't for some reason. So is well, this considered the sorry, is this considered the best 3D Sonic or has there been like a recenter 3D game where it's like, OK, this is better than Adventure 2? I think Generations is held up very high okay. by most people who like Sonic stuff. Colors was a little bit at the, at the time it came out. I think less so now. And is that 3D? I thought that one was yes, 2D. Yes, it's 3D. Oh, I thought that one was 3D. Yeah. Generations is also less 3D and 2D. Mm -hmm. All well, right, I got, a, 5D. I got a few more to read from the Giant Bomb group. 
uh, from Tom Storm. Loved the first level in the Child Garden. Wasn't a huge fan of the rest of the game. Dreaded playing the Knuckles, Rouge, and Tails, and Robotnik levels. <laughs> so, you know, most of the game. Uh, from Jordan Dodson, the cutscenes where Eggman is holding a gun to Amy's head is probably the funniest thing the series ever produced. <laughs> And from Matt Willingby, fucking love this game. Knuckles Love His Music is God tier for every single one, especially Pumpkin Hill. Hell yeah. (laughs) And from the last group I'm going to read from, official Laser Time community, from Vincent Goodwin. As a Nintendo kid, I was always interested in Sonic from afar, and Sonic Adventure 2 looked so cool. It had an evil Sonic. I didn't get it till the GameCube. The first few levels are cool. Wasn't sure why Tails was in a mech, but it was fun. But I bounced off hard once I got to the Knuckles levels. I never liked dowsing slash hot cold levels and it frustrated me frustrated me greatly agreed oh okay here's a good one from ian bruce mcdonald i absolutely loved this as a kid especially the child garden so many hours wasted on trying to create the perfect tiny racing karate machine but yes revisiting this is a terrible idea so many bugs and issues also actually just not a great game but loved it when i was young (laughs) Uh, not wrong all right i'll read this one from kyle johnson my mom got off from work one day and pick, randomly picked this up from my brother and I at Target when neither of us had hinted at any interest in it when it came out. I was 13 and didn't want to play a kid's game, and my younger brother seemed to enjoy it, and the Sky Punk Punk intro into the first level got my attention. Fast forward a couple weeks, and I bought the, that stupid GBA to game, GameCube adapter to take care of my child and had already played through the entire game as both good and evil. I picked it up again on Steam, and the port is basically useless and can't even use my controllers on PC for it. <laughs> I still have my GameCube hooked up, so I'll have to try it again sometime to see how it holds up. But low-key, this game turned into one of my favorite games of 2002. I would return to play a, game, a couple levels or check on the child for a couple years and was just fun to play in between JRPGs and Counter-Strike. And last one I want to read from Jack rodriguez Dogerty: Pyramid-level music slaps. A real elevator shred banger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, there you go. And that will bring us to our last segment, Shelf Stacker Bach. And Reese, why don't you go first? Oh, goodness. Uh, shelf being something you really like, box being something you dislike, stack being something that you like but not enough to put on your shelf. Well, it's it's a shelf for me because I play it every year. <laughs> but it's almost out of obligation on a personal level at this point. So, yeah, it's there. It's there on okay. the shelf. Uh, what about you, Nate? Um, I would give it to Reese so he could display on his shelf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Proudly. I, I Ultimately, to me, it's a box. I did not, uh, like, even though talking about it, I guess I do have some weird nostalgia for it where I'm like, oh, yes, that level was okay. I I, I don't think I will ever return to this game. I think if someone uh, was like, hey, uh, should I play Sonic Adventure 2? I would say, did you play it when you were a child? And if they said no, I would be like, don't touch that game, man, because you will <laughs> like, you will That's just fair. question everything about video games. <laughs> that is true. No truer statements have been said. Okay, I'll go last. I'll put this in the stack. I I can't shelve it, and I also can't box it, so it's just going to go in the stack. I mean, I did not enjoy it as much. I was so excited to replay this game. I have been telling people how great this game is for years, and it turned out that I lied to myself. <laughs> I mean, this game does so much stuff, but when you play it in 2022, it just doesn't hold up the same. It just isn't. Games have changed so much, and this game is stuck in 2002, and it feels it. And as much as I, I enjoyed it back then, I just couldn't enjoy it that way again, which made me sad. But And there's also so much to this game, though. Like, it is impressive how much stuff is shoved into this game that you could do if you were a completionist. So, that, I mean, that's it's, cool. Yeah. It's a very satisfying game to, like, air quotes, master. But, like, uh, yeah, not many people are going to do that these days. 
No, no. I mean, <laughs> I play too many other games. I have too much stuff going on that it's just like it's just not worth it to me anymore. And it just wasn't fun to me. I didn't. I had fun with some levels, but a lot of levels angered me. You know, so there was that too. Yeah. If they came, if Sega showed up at E3 this year and they said, we are remaking Sonic Adventure 2, like how Final Fantasy 7 got remade, would you play it? Of course. Oh, unquestionably. Okay. I'd be very I do excited. regret that I didn't do more with the Chow in this playthrough, but I just didn't care. Yeah, that's fine. I just couldn't get myself to do all the, I mean, I've done all the races. I've done everything at, at one point, and I just didn't care enough to do it this time. Now, if they did the same thing, but they said, we're remaking Sonic 2006. I really want to play, play it. That, that game. You would? Okay. I want them to put it on PC because I want to replay it. I own it on 360 and PS3, but I like it on PC. But yeah, I really want to replay that game someday. Yeah, I just rebought it on PS3 recently. Oh, wow. Uh, that game's a nightmare. No, no. That's why I want to play it. I've only yeah. seen like YouTube videos, and I've been like, wow, that does not it, look yeah, fun to play. It's, it's really in rough shape. It's on my list to someday play and, and, pri- and for the show. Oh, and last thing I do want to say that I forgot to mention that there are different carts you can unlock for every character also. And there's also like almost different playable characters that are in the cart racing, too. I remember that now. You know, Man, I grew thanks. up with Sonic R, so that was like a big uh, nostalgia point for me was like, <laughs> oh, cart racing in a Sonic game. That's the thing. Like, there's so much to this game. Like, you, if you would have bought this game as a kid, there's so much for you to do. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Point. And that's, I think, why I love this game so much as a kid is that there was just so much to play. As an adult where I don't give a shit and I just want to play a story and move on, I don't care. But as a kid, like, this game was a really good value at the time for GameCube. Yeah, yeah I mean, I owned two console games for an entire summer. It was it was, it was was Melee and this nonstop. Yeah. That's all you need. Melee has so much content. Yeah. All right, and I should introduce what we're going to be talking about next week. Uh, next week, I'm playing another game that I regret playing on this for the show. Uh, we are playing Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate for a 3DS Vita PC and everything else, I think, too. But it's a, it was originally a 3DS Vita game. It's a Metroidvania sort of game set in the Arkhamverse. Yeah, it's strange as hell. <laughs> but you can you can hear all about that next week. So definitely go check that out. And Reese, where can people find you at? Yeah, people can find me uh, at uh, www dot sidegroupgames.com that is the website from my little company you can also follow me on twitter and let me remember what my twitter account is it is at sidegroupgames <laughs> one word I, you, I you do a fun thing about, oh sorry <laughs> you're good i mostly post about video game soundtracks on vinyl these days because I that's what i do all day every day i was about so to is say this on vinyl enjoy following your vinyl tweets where you're like this yes. is what i listened to today i'm like yeah that's a good one yeah is this fun. on vinyl at all reese oh yes it is both okay, one good. and it two should be and i have them both live and learn needs to be played as loud as possible like before we do this recording i sat down and just kept replaying city escape and live and learn because yeah it's, insanity. it's great <laughs> those are just those songs are just perfect i don't know what it, cityscape is perfect even though i always thought it said follow your way home it was follow my rainbow all these times i had that i had that line wrong <laughs> an easy mistake to make just like just like the taylor swift song uh night oh god blank space where people think she had starbucks lovers or starcross lovers i forget what the actual wording is now long list of ex-lovers that's what it is yes Okay, and I think I should. And if you enjoyed this episode, we have lots of other episodes for you to listen to. We haven't done a lot of Sonic episodes, unfortunately, but there are a couple if you want to hear more Sonic opinions. We have done Super Sonic vs. Hyper Knuckles Comic 15 and Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic 3 Episode 18. 
we have not done much Sonic, damn. Oh, and we also did Knuckles. We also did the Knuckles uh, game, Knuckles Chaotix. So if you want to listen to that, there's also that, where I, I cover Knuckles Chaotix, the game, and the comic. It's somewhere in there, in our catalog. That game's not good, by the way. It's the only 32X game I have ever played. I don't recommend it. So definitely go listen to that. I recommend the episode. And if you can't find any episodes because Spotify and iTunes only go back so far, everything is on Podbean, so definitely go check us out there. And if you want to help out the show, we have a Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can sign up for our Patreon polls. Each month we have a different poll right now is what Tim Burton film we should cover next month. You can, you can change that right now. Beetlejuice is winning, so definitely go vote in that and sign up. Helps out the show and keeps the lights on, and I will eventually do more with it as more people sign up and I actually have more make more money from it to do other my other plans I have. So definitely go help us out there. I want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fury. Follow her on TikTok. She made our music. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We're only audio, but we are on YouTube. If you like your podcast that way. And want to give a shout out to my buddy, Bill Tucker, who started his own show, Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. You see the link in the show notes to his, his podcast. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad you guys came. <laughs> Have a good